This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Consignment Heroes, heard Sunday afternoons at 1 on Zoomer Radio. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Consignment Heroes, heard Sunday afternoons at 1 on Zoomer Radio. How to sell your stuff. How to get rid of stuff. Paul Kenny and his son Bogart from Storage Wars Canada are about to unlock the secrets to stuff on Zoomer Radio. What sort of value do they put on your stuff? That depends on how well you sell it as we begin taking your calls on Consignment Heroes, the one-hour phone-in show all about stuff. Welcome, everybody, to Consignment Heroes. We are live in the studio with me and my dad. He's here, I think. I'm Not here. all there in the head. But if you want to call in, we can talk about many things, including antiques, sports memorabilia, cards, old China comics, autographs, old books, military items, records, furniture, painting, literally anything. And... You know what? This is the one thing he said yes or uh, last week was, you know what? Just just go in your basement. Just go in your basement. You'll find the million dollar item, right? It's a million dollar basement. Bogart, most of our clients out there and listeners are not mind readers. You should give them the phone number. I was getting there. Okay, so uh, the local number here is four one six three six zero zero seven four zero. The toll free number is one eight six six seven four zero. Four seven four zero. I'll give that one more time. The local number is four one six three six zero zero seven four zero. Toll free is one eight six six seven four zero four seven four zero. Now, you want to know what we did this week? I don't really want to know. No, yes, you do. Okay, okay I want to know. We had, actually, it's funny you mentioned about going into people's basements. Okay, it was not a. You base- can't break into people's houses and go into their basement. No, no I know. But a lady this week, we had, she found almost, her husband uh, had a comic collection. It was worth almost $21,000. Now, we haven't bought it all yet, but, and it would have been worth more. It wasn't in a basement. It was in their storage locker. And this is why I got to tell people about the storage lockers. The storage lockers are meant for storing not sometimes your valuables. And this is why people have, or people think there's, um, can have paper on them or like, sports cards or silver, they can be broken into. But also sometimes over the years, you put down your storage locker, like we've seen in our show, Storage Wars, people buy, put in the locker, and then forget about it for years, okay? And sometimes damage will happen if it's not stored the right way. Yeah, like rats. Yeah, going well, no, no, no don't, please like don't mention rats. Okay, but this week, this the comic collection this week is over $21,000, but it would have been worth about another $6,000 if one book hadn't been wrecked. Now, we're going to try and save it. We don't know if we can or not, but it got a little bit of water damage. It was the one on the bottom of the pile. and they Was that the best one? Yes. Oh, it's that's a, always good. That's uh, just the luck of the draw. But it was a case of that um, the lockers, like I say, it's like in a basement. I always say the best stuff is usually in the basement. You've forgotten that you've owned for years. And um, people, like, do you buy lottery tickets? No. Okay. Okay, so, no, I bought lottery tickets. You're supposed I, to say I yes. two yesterday. Okay, you buy lottery tickets. Yeah. So when you buy a lottery ticket, it's good to buy the lottery ticket, and then you have to check the numbers to see if they win. Mm-hmm. People, I, I'm going to— No, I buy the scratch ones. Yeah. Okay. What they have here is people in their basements and I, are their collections. They have mil, There are million-dollar collections 
in this city of Toronto and in Canada. And there are million-dollar comic books and there are million-dollar baseball cards and hockey cards in people's basements right now. But they've got to just – they have to get them checked out. Like you have to – you can't win the lottery unless you check out the ticket and find if your tickets are right. Okay, so what, if I were to go into my basement, no. what else would I be able to see that is po- possibly worth millions of dollars? That's just not comics and whatnot. No, there's artwork. But, I mean, comics are always something that – the reason I mentioned comics and cards and records because people don't think they have any value. What about like what if, what if I were to see like a tea set or silverware or something like Sterling? that? Sterling? Sterling's worth money. Um, Sterling is like if you've got a tea set that weighs uh, 3,000 grams, that's worth like $1,500, $1,600. Well, some people – I don't know what 3,000 grams looks like. It's what it doesn't look like. It weighs three thousand grams. Not everyone has a scale sitting. No, no, but their that's basement. why they come into our store. Our, did you mention where our store was? Oh our no. St- oh, okay, our school. <laughs> our store is ten three four one Young Street, Richmond Hill. Ten thousand three forty one one zero three four one Young Street, Richmond Hill, and the store number. If you want to contact us any day, but today is nine zero five seven three seven four six five three. That number again is nine zero five seven three seven four six five three. And you can literally call us any day of the week besides today because we're here at the radio show. Yes. Now that that brings me to my second point. We people ask me why do we open a store in Richmond Hill? I'm still wondering. Okay. We opened a store in Richmond Hill. There's another, uh, I believe a competition is good. We opened up right next to one of the biggest coin shops in Canada. It looks, it's a, it looks like a big bank, uh-huh. and it, things were going good. But then this customer, I mean, this, our, our neighbor, decided good walls make good neighbors. He built an eight-foot wall between us. Maybe that's where Trump got the idea for making walls. Oh, let's not go into that. And, okay, we're not going to go into that. But we have a wall between us. Because he didn't like that we were selling stuff less expensive, for less money than he was, and we we're buying stuff for a little bit more because we don't have his overhead. Like, give you an idea. No, we just like our customers more. We want them to make more money. No, I care about our customers, but I want we also people know that we buy stuff from antiques, and we know about antiques, we know about glass, we know about silver, we know about collectibles. But one of our main areas is gold and silver. Like right now, a customer this week who went on the other side of the wall and then came to us bought 1,500 maples. He saved over $1,500 on one order. Now, that's a lot. Not everyone buys 1,500 silver maples, but his price, we, and actually, we know we're, we're more, people will save a dollar per ounce by buying from us. And even on, say you want to buy a 100-ounce bar, we are $100 less. It's exactly the same silver. It's made by the Royal Canadian Mint. One of the only products they make that's really good is their bullion products. But if, it's, well, if you're going to buy an, a, a, two identical bars and the one is cheaper, I advise, this is my financial advice for the day, buy the one that's less expensive. Okay, well, you're not a very good financial advisor, but we'll go with that anyway. Uh, just to all our listeners, we, have, we, we want you to call in about literally anything, antiques, sports memorabilia, cards, old china, comics, autographs, old books, military items, records, furniture, painting, just even something interesting. If you see something on your shelf and you're like, you know what, that can be worth a little bit of money. Do you know what was interesting? What's that? It's our store, our show, Storage Wars Canada. 
Yeah, what about it? Yeah, I, we were on it. You, you know? can ask questions. People can ask us questions. Yeah, about you can storage. call and ask about how Storage Wars Canada was, if you watched the show at all or anything like that. Uh, but to contact us right now, it's 416-360-0740. The toll-free number is 1-866-740-4740. We've taken calls and we'll be live here the whole hour. We are going to go to Art in Etobicoke. Art, how are you doing? Not too bad. How are you today? We're doing really good. It's almost too good to be working. I, you know? I, I have two rings. Okay, what kind? One's an engagement ring and one's a wedding ring. Okay. They, they were bought in 1950, and they were called the, ro- the royal pair. Okay, now they're made out of gold? Uh, they, they, uh, they look like they're gold to me now. I- <laughs> Uh-oh. That's why you have to this. We will check. We, um, we check for what carrot it is. Right. And a lot of people don't understand this. They say, um, one ounce, everyone knows, well, not, I shouldn't say, a lot of people know that one ounce of gold is worth about $1,620 right now. Right. But if you have your ring, if it's 10 karat gold, that means it's a little less than 40, a little bit more than 40% gold. Now, a lot of those, even though it's very special to you, what we do, unfortunately, is we melt them into, into bars. Right, yeah. Okay? So whatever, like, if you have a ring, it's 10 karat, and we'll give our price. We're, and this is the other thing. On our store, we're, people can call us up and ask us what we're paying that day. It's not a secret. We're not looking to bamboozle people. Come into the store, and we'll give you a lower price. Like right now, 10 karat. Today, we're paying 1907 per gram. We weigh it out. And if it ends up being 10 carat, that's what we'll pay. If you've got eight, say your rings are 18 carat and they weigh 10 grams, we're going to pay you $34.50 per gram times 10. Right. And, and, but if there's a diamond in it, and I'm talking about a sizable diamond, yes. sometimes we'll get it appraised and we'll find out what the diamond is worth and we'll buy it on against the diamond as well. I see. Okay. Now, this is where you got it. This is where you have to come in and bring it into us. Even a picture of it is going to say, that's a nice ring. You bring it in, and uh, you don't have to sell. Like we always say, get another quote. We have another right. guy. The reason I open up next to this other guy because I know that I can always pay more than he does and always sell a little bit less, and that's because I have an unfair advantage because I don't have his overhead. Right, it's yeah. me, Bogey, um, Silent Dylan who works there, Marvelous Mike, and Obvious Walter. And we have a, we have a lean, mean uh, buying and selling machine there. Why don't I have a code name? Bogart, your name is Bogart. You don't need one. (laughs) Okay, but no, if you come in and you can call us, make sure we're there. If I'm not there, someone will give you the same. You don't have to get, I don't give a special deal. You'll get the same price. If your gold is gold, we buy it. I it can call in your store. That's no problem. Yeah, just come. Just go on in the store. Right. They'll weigh it up. They'll give you the price. They'll say, and they'll say, you can, there's other places around. But we always find that we send people, said, here, go on over and see him, and All I'll right. see you in 10 minutes. Right. Okay, and that happens a lot. Right. And we just try and be fair. We're allowed to make money, but I'm not looking to retire on you. I don't want to. That's <laughs> right. I understand. You know, and that's right. that's part of it right there. Right. Okay. okay. Bogart's got to say something. Just to reiterate, the, the store number is 905-737-4653. And you can also pull it up on the computer. It's 10341 Young Street, Richmond Hill, Unit 2. Can't get it wrong. So, we're in, thanks for the call. Our, Did you tell them how far south of the beer store we are? No, I'm not going to tell them that because okay. I don't believe in advertising the beer store. We're going to go to Tom in Woodville. Tom, how are you doing? Hello there. How are you? I'm good, but I wish I was outside working. I mean, um, <laughs> it's a beautiful, this is one beautiful day. for It's I February, know. right? 
spring already. Yeah, gotta like yeah. it. How yeah, can we help I love, you? I love your show. Thank um, you. I've got the four albums. They're mm-hmm. Beatle uh, albums. It's Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. Okay. And I've got one uh, Magical Mystery Tour. I wonder how much they're worth. I heard they're 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 valuable. Some art. Okay, here's the problem. In Canada, if it's on, I actually saw some records this week, and a gentleman, I was at a house call, and he had a Beatles record. I didn't recognize it. It was from England, and they have different labels over there, and some of the first pressings were from England. Over here in Canada, we have them, but it's going to be, if it's a Sergeant Peppers and it's in beautiful condition, it'll go for like $20. Because you've got to remember this. Was that a popular record where you and bought it and your neighbor bought it and your girlfriend at the time? Didn't they all buy this album? Everyone bought it. So they'll love them around. The, the secret here is yeah. to have them in good condition. There is a resurgence in what we call vinyl right now. People want to buy the old records. And a, a year ago, two years ago, I wouldn't have given you a quarter for them. But right now they're selling for about 10 to 20 to $30, most of the Beatles stuff, and just because people are trying to recapture their childhood at vastly inflated prices. Okay? Uh, but I condition see. means something. Condition means something. And do you have the posters that went with them? If you had a yep. sealed one, yep. if you yeah, had a sealed the, one. I've so. got the inserts. Good. And I've got one album here. It's a, the Black Label, mm-hmm. which was uh, produced, uh, well, in England. Okay, now if it's a so, UK pressing, thought, I'd have to look it up. That because they do get more money, and because yeah. they kept on making them. If you got them from the first year that they were made, or the first pressings, they're generally worth a bit more. People are trying to collect that. Okay, I, but condition, can, it all comes down to condition. We know mm. the music's good. Now it comes down to condition. No snap, crackle, and pop. That's what we're lo- we're looking for. No yep. snap, crackle. I'm going to go for some cereal right now. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Hope I helped you there. And if also, if you had some of the Beatles tickets from the Beatles played Toronto more than any other venue in, in North America. People don't know that. The tickets from the Beatles concerts here will go between 100 to $250. But then and are they going to the, play? If you... No, no. And they, you know, another collectible, now that you're mentioning this, the old chum charts. They're not in the same. But if you had 50 chum charts, it would be worth $100, $150. You remember the chum charts they used to put out and you went to the record store and a little, they were about four by six and they had a picture oh, on yeah. the front and inside it gave the rankings for that week? Yeah, that was, I had piles of them. Had. Okay, where are they now? Oh, no, they're sold and gone a long time ago. Okay, I sold okay. my record collection. So not in his basement then. <laughs> not in your basement. There might be other stuff. But like I say, we also like China dishes there's other stuff you have that's been packed away. You know, and people like, we're arranging this. That's what happened this week. We have one person, we're, arranged, we're going to be doing another complete house where we're selling all the contents. I can't give the address yet. And it's still going to be about a month away where they're going to sell the house. And we will be selling all the contents in the house. And what they'll be left with is, is a, a bare, uh, swept clean house. And they'll be on and traveling around the world. They've sold the, they're selling the house, selling the contents, and vacationing. Okay, thank you. All right, Tom, thanks for the call. We are now going to go to Lynn in Thornhill. Good morning. Morning. Good mor- no, it's afternoon, Lynn. Where are you? Oh, I'm sorry. Good <laughs> afternoon. I'm okay. late, but that's good. I have, um, back in the late 80s, early 90s, I used to do extra work on movies. And oh, good. I worked on Sea of Love. Okay. With Al Pacino and John Goodman. 
I so also cool. wrote, and I wrote an article about that experience, and I met Al Pacino. A few months later, I received an email from a woman who was Al Pacino's dentist nurse. Mm-hmm. He had seen the article, and he wrote to thank me, or he wrote her to contact me to say that he liked the article. And if she would give me, um, if I would give her my address, he would send me an autographed picture, which he did. And in the autograph, he refers to my article. And I've had it for 20-some-odd years. I have no idea if it's worth anything now or not. Pacino, with that kind of provenance on it, and that, it still has to be verified, but probably going to be... Is it on a photo, black and white, or color? Black and white. <sighs> okay, probably going to go for two, $300 just with the story. Like really? I said, I love the stories to go with these. Okay, and now mm-hmm. that you can back it up with that. Yeah. And um, I actually sold Pacino um, some lamps. He uh, for he me, signed the lamps? He didn't sign the lamps, he bought them. But that's another story. But going back to your autographs... Um, it has to be verified, but that would be part of it, the cost to do that. But it'd probably be worth $300. If I had it, I'd be selling it for that, and just the story would be great. Um, okay. You didn't get a signed script or anything, eh? No, I didn't. Yeah. I, I may have. No. Or any of the props out of the show, if they had that. A lot of people don't realize that some of the props, uh, I'm, I'm going to go to some of the extremes, like Gone with the Wind, worn by, um, uh, oh, I just had a mind. Who did Gone with the Wind? Dorothy. 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 Dorothy, come on. I'm too. Uh, I know. Too I got. I just had a mind cramp right now. I know. Clark there Hill. are fifty. Yeah. There are ten thousand people out there listening and giving and saying her name to the to the two. Vivian Lee. No, no. Yeah, Vivian. No. Yes, Gone with the Vivian Lee. Sorry. Yeah. And they were just telling me. Okay. Um, and. Uh, Something worn from that would go for ten, fifteen thousand dollars. You know, from some of the famous. Now, I don't remember Sea of Love, but it was, it was done up here. If yeah. you had a signed script, or um, but De-, De Niro's. I don't have a signed script. What I may have, I'll have to look. What I may have is they used to to print out call sheets for the day. Yeah, I may, I may have one of those, but it wouldn't be. It's not signed. Not signed. Yeah, that'd well, still be cool though. It'd still be cool. That That's actually backs. Maybe. You'd probably keep them. But a lot of the times, I tell this to people: is keep the stuff together as well. Whether you're going to sell it or keep it or pass it down to your grandkids, keep everything together mm-hmm. and make some notes on there. You can make notes on pencil and saying where you got it. And like I say, that's a nice story just on how you got that. Yeah. And that would help sell it. Someone would love that idea. A couple of weeks ago, uh, we were I was bidding on um, some Beatle autographs. And the whole story, they were, it was a story where Harold Ballard's um, secretary's son's dog died. She went. That's a lot to follow. Okay. The the bottom line, there was a nice story around it. The Beatles all signed the press pass and it went for $10,000. Wow. $10,000. It was signed by all four Beatles, uh, got verified, and it was a story behind it that normally they would have gone for seven, eight thousand. But with the story, Probably about fifty worth about fifteen thousand dollars. Wow! So, thank you very much. Yeah, and we'll definitely bring that stuff into our store. You know, at ten, three, I'll four. Bring it in and give it, give you a look. Yeah, oh. definitely. It'd be, it'd be awesome. I, I want to see the the other thing, the sign-in sheet. That would be cool. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. You, you can bring that in any uh, any time except today at ten three four one Young Street. No, we're Richmond. close tomorrow too. Okay, apparently close tomorrow. It's some flammy day or something like that. Uh, our our local number here is four one six three six zero 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 seven four zero. I'll say that again because I'm 
muffed over that. 416-360-0740. The toll-free number is one 740 4740 Call us for literally anything anything we've been talking about you know if even if you're a little bit shy don't worry we're here we'll help you through it speaking of uh we're gonna go to angelo in north york angelo how you doing we lost angelo okay go to another one bogey all right that was a great call thanks angelo thanks for all all your time you spent with us we're gonna go to liz in mississauga bogart you have to be nicer to these people uh, we lost we lost Liz too. Okay, we're gonna go to uh George and Halberton. Hello, how are you? George, how you doing? Fine, always fine. We are nice. It's, um, in spite of what my son is how he's acting right now, we are nice people and we're <laughs> gonna try and help yeah. you out here. How can I help you, George? I've got a complete set of Centennial Rose dishes. Okay. Um there's eight plates, eight bowls, um Royal Albert, right? The uh, 16 cups, 16 saucers, there's the uh, salt and pepper, uh, gravy bowl, butter dish, sugar and cream, coffee pot, teapot, serving bowls, and so on, serving platters. Uh, with the um, uh, teapot, is it teapot, cream, and sugar? Yes. Okay. On Centennial Rolls, that was, I think, put out in 1967. And yeah. even though it was only put out for a short period, I don't know, I think they made it for another five years or something, but it was put out for a short period of time. Very, very popular. Um, and But Royal, I was sold at Eaton's and sold at uh, Ashley's, I believe, and all the big houses had that. It's mainly a Canadian thing that sells up here. I'm trying to think what it's selling for right now. Because it used to be... And I used to pay sell this for around 70, 60 to 70 a place setting. I think from uh, if you bought from um, uh, Royal Albert, it cost about ooh, 160 a place setting when it came out new. But it's still very, very saleable. Um, probably go around, you have a setting you said for 12? Uh, no, 8. Well, that's still okay. Um, who do you even keep stuff like that? That's a lot of dishes and And it depends on condition. Uh, excellent. I don't think it's ever been used. Oh, that's a shame. You should, it's actually a nice, nice looking pattern. Oh, th- China is the thing that you put in your cabinet and you never use in your lifetime. It's a showpiece. That is what China is to me. That's all I've seen it ever do. Well, hopefully, Bogart, there are other people in the world who don't think like you do. Well, it's in the mint condition. You're like, I don't even want to use it because it looks so pristine. <laughs> like, that's the no, way I look at no, it. No, no. I remember when I was young and I'm like, it, there was food in the food and fridge. And I went to go grab one of those dishes that were in those cabinets behind the glass and everything like that. I have never been pushed away from a piece of uh, cutlery in my entire life. I have never, I've never seen that before. I went okay. to go grab a dish, and you're like, no, we don't use those. Those are for people when they come over. Those are the fancy dishes. That happens. Yep. I, I got, I'm a guilty as charged. Your set there's probably going to be worth between four and $500, maybe as high as 6 depending on the condition, and, and your serving pieces. It's still a very good pattern. Like Royal Albert, um, their biggest pattern is probably um, uh, Moonlight Rose, Old Country Roses, and Centennial Rose was right up there. It used to. I was always glad when I saw it because it was something that would sell right away. But it would, and a dealer would probably pay you what you're saying. They would probably pay between one fifty and two fifty. 
because they'll have to make money too. If you decide you wanted to sell well, it. That's still a little bit good payday, you know. Yeah. Good, good investment just sitting there, you yeah. know. That's always good. All right, well, thanks for the call, George. We are now going to go to Don in Port Credit. Yeah, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Don. How are you doing? Oh, great day. Thank you. Good, good. Good show, too. Thanks. We're having fun. <laughs> Anyways, I've got two uh, pinball machines. Ooh, okay. One's a 1976 uh, D. Goblick company, and it's called uh, Sure Shot. Sure Shot? It's a single shot machine. Single shot, okay. And the other one is a Mars Trek Sonic. It's okay. made in Madrid, Spain. These are all the stand-ups, right? Yeah. Do they work? Because I saw one this no, week. No, they do, yeah. Well, the, the uh, Mars Trek, it's a four-player, and I think uh, a couple of them are out of sync. Yeah, it's sometimes repairing these, but people just buy them for their uh, man caves. I know, because I used to have a friend that repaired them, and, of course, he's gone now. But <laughs> yeah, no, this is, and it, but if you have to, a lot of times that's it'll cost you more to repair than the machine. But those yeah. are probably, they were six $700. Yeah, uh, you think but, uh, that's all, eh? No, 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 no. Star, oh, it's a Star Trek? No, a Mars Trek. Mars Trek. Okay. That's, uh, that's uh, it's uh, called Sonic. I'm trying to think. I'm not easy because a lot of times they use the same insides and just change the graphics according to what they had rights for. You yeah. know what I mean? And um, obviously, the ones like Star Trek or St even something, if they, have, I don't even know if they have a Star Trek. What Wars. is Mars Trek? Well, it's got a picture on this, uh, like a, the uh, artwork on the side is, uh, looks like a Statue of Liberty, a, a woman, of course. Yeah. And a yeah. rocket ship. Yeah. And it's done in red, you know, it's uh, got that sort of uh, Star Trek. You know something, it, this is not. one, <laughs> I would send a picture. You can send a picture off yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, I've got them on, uh, I got them on my iPad, I can send them right to you. Yeah, oh, you awesome. can send it to. So you, you give him your number. Do you know your number? Um, people can do this, 647. Okay, I'll get them. Well, th that's uh, that's for his personal cell number. No, no. Yeah, no. I'm yeah, 647. 248. 298. 8989. And the reason... 8989? Eight, 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 nine. Eight, nine. Yes. Eight, nine. It's perfect number for the dyslexic. <laughs> but it's... Um, what? Oh, my head. My son is hitting his head. I don't think I said something politically correct there. Okay. <laughs> no. On, um, I give out my number because sometimes people are... They're in a shop, and someone's offering them $800 for gold, and they want to know if it's a fair price. Or a pinball and, machine. Or a pinball machine. And they can call me, and if I'm available at that site, I will give them our price over the phone, and they'll know if it's a good price or not. Or if you're nearby, he'll even drive well, over there. Know, basically, I'm trying to downsize. I got a lot of other stuff. Um, if you've got pinball machines, anything else that's... Uh, I would love one in the store. we got to get that in the well, store. Well, i got a large safe in the garage. <laughs> uh, safes cost you more to move than they're worth sometimes, <laughs> eh? <laughs> they look great, but I mean, it's, it, well, it's beautiful. It's got some nice artwork on it. Well, one piece of um, advice I give people is always have two safes. One for the robbers if they do come in, <laughs> and one to have the real stuff. Wait, in. I thought that's why they called the first one the fail safe. No, no. Sorry, no. <laughs> yeah. No, what you can do, um, get, send me some pictures. Um, my, my website is um, where sales at torontogoldsilver.com. You can send off pictures there or a list of stuff. But like I say, I go back to my number because if some people go to these um, these road shows that go to hotels, okay, and I can't overemphasize 
please call me if you're giving them coins. Well, I can't be bothered lining up and waiting. Oh, for I know. There you go. But you know, so they got lineups for people there. Oh, and I the know. people are not, like the same thing that I'm paying 12, like for silver dollars, we're paying $12. They pay eight. Yeah. And people say, they give them 100 silver dollars or 800 dollars, and they try and say, oh, isn't this a lot of money? It's a lot of money. It's just not enough money. Well, that's right. It should be 1200 you're getting yeah. paid. And also, like, we had one collection the other day. It was like, we they quoted them 3700 We paid 9500 yeah. Like, we're not even close. It'd be different. At 1200 if it's 3700 and to drive 100 miles, you have to, say, make $100? No. Mm-hmm. But when it's that much money, you only get to sell something once, get two quotes. I can't overemphasize that. Am I emphasizing this enough? I uh, know well, you, you're emphasizing it. I got no, it. No, no, but there's a lot of people out there, and we try and be fair. We know that people have made the decision. It's hard to come to the decision to get rid of your stuff. You've had it for 40 years. It is harder than you think. You can't because you haven't been alive for 40 years. But if you were and you had something for 40 years, it's always a little hard to get rid of it. We try and be fair with people, okay? And we try and make it the the, the least amount of stress for help, helping them sell their stuff. Even they sell them to us or find out about it. Thanks for the call. Uh, we're going to go to uh, Brian in Etobicoke. Brian, how can I help you? Um, I've got uh, two or three different items. I don't know if they would actually be worth anything or not. Well, that's why um, you ask us. One of the things is uh, a 1985 uh, baseball in a hard uh, plastic uh, uh, cover. Uh, it's never been opened, and it's uh, signed by all the players, and it's the first year they made the pennant. Is this the Jays? Yeah. Okay, there's two ones out there. If they were signed by, actually signed by the players, there'll be different kinds of ink on there. And it'll be signed in different ways. But they have what is called a what we call a pre-signed ball or a roller ball. Okay. With all of them, all the autographs are all the same. It was given away by uh, a promotional company do it with the Jays. And if you went to um, a signed ball day or they gave them to uh, season ticket holders, they still have value but 5 or $10. An 85 ball would be worth about $150. World Series balls are worth about 300 Well, that's my next point. I okay. Said, uh, a VHS tape, a 1992 VHS tape. It's still in the plastic. It's never been opened, and it was the first World Series. Okay. We are talking to a fan here. Uh, is uh, it worth anything? Probably VHS would be worse, but it's still kind of a neat collectible because there are people who comp- want everything. Yeah. Well, vinyl's making a return. VHS can no, make a return. No, VHS will never make a return. <laughs> no, I don't um, think so either. And I think the 1993 one would have actually been worth more. But... Yeah. Um, uh, then we move on to coins. I, for some reason, in 1976, I went nuts. Yep. I've got a 76 $100 uh, coin. Okay. Uh, it's in, like, mint condition. Uh, I've also got uh, the two $5 and two $10 Olympic uh, uh, silver coins. Okay. Now, they, this is a good thing that you bought them, but they made a lot of them. It's, I'm going to talk later on the show about 1967, but in 76, that your your Gold coin, depending if it has dots or not, is either going to be a half ounce or a quarter ounce. You have to bring it in Mm -hmm. and make sure you don't get beat on this because they look almost identical except for little round dots around the outside. Uh, The quarter ounce is is a quarter ounce of gold. But there's a half ounce one that's – it's a half ounce. But one is 14 carat and one is 22 carat. So they're almost identical in size. Confused with a loony. 
Pardon? It's, uh, you could actually uh, confuse this with the loony. No, they both the look the same. A hundred dollars on it. Yeah, they both say a hundred dollars. This is where the this is where our government gets nuts sometimes. Um, uh, they have the the both coins. A lay person cannot tell the difference. I put them on scale. Your quarter ounce coin weighs thirteen grams, and your half ounce coin weighs sixteen grams. So and they're almost identical in size. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, but we will pay them out on gold content, and we'll tell you ahead of time what they are. The other thing is your silver coins, the five dollars weigh have point seven two of an ounce of silver in them, and your ten dollars have one point four four ounces of silver. We do buy them and we melt them. They have no collectible value whatsoever. Uh-oh. Sorry to tell yeah, you that, but they're gold. Condition. No, it died. Like you can see your face in these things. I this but every week five or six sets will come into our store. Now, we, you still, the good thing is there's still silver and gold. I'm yeah. not trying to, you know, poo-poo on your parade here. I'm saying there's still silver and gold, so this is good for what you paid for them. Like a quarter, if it's a half ounce of gold, it's worth approximately $800. That's not nothing, you know? And your silver coins are worth, um, like I say, depending on how many you have. It's the same thing they did in 1967, which they're, you know, in 1967, every day, 67 coins come into our store. They got the little rabbit on them. They got the little the fish and the wolf and the, and, the, and the goose. And they have the gold coin. The gold coin is 0.5288 of an ounce. It's over a half an ounce. And I'm glad people bought them because they're gold and silver, but they overproduced them. They have no numismatic value whatsoever. And even though some of these, these uh, TV shows are trying to say, here, in 1967 and in 2017, and it's a hundred. That was our hundred-year anniversary. They made so many, they overproduced. There's no sense in having uh, a thousand of something. There's only 800 collectors in the world, but they made millions of this stuff. And everything, even from 19, and they're doing the same thing this year. The Royal Canadian Mint is gearing up to sell the unsuspecting public through the post office and all this stuff. They're trying to sell them all this stuff. It's nice to collect it. Buy one for your grandkids. Do not buy two. Only buy one. If you want to buy its collection, they look nice, buy one. They're not an investment. All right, well, they're Brian. Trying to, they're, they're trying to sell you a quarter ounce of silver, and they're saying, here, this is one whole quarter ounce of silver, and we're trying to charge you $120 for it. A quarter ounce of silver is only worth $6. I can see the passion in your voice. No, but it makes me mad because if people want to buy gold and silver... Buy the bullion. Don't get mad at me. I'm not getting mad at you. Okay, sorry. Uh, all right, Brian. Well, you can come to our store at 10341 Young Street in Richmond Hill. you got to come check us out. Our number at our store is 905-737-4653. And if you want to talk to us right now, the local number is 416-360-0740. And the toll-free number is 1-866-740-4740. And if you call and get a busy signal, we'll try to get your calls as soon as we can. Uh, now we're going to go to Art Natobico. Art. Yes, good afternoon, gentlemen. How you doing? I have what they call uh, golden leaves from Canada's past, from 1867 to 1967. Okay. Now we have the front page from these newspapers all across Canada from those years. Okay, got me here. What are the physical I, I, leaves? What are we talking about here? I don't know what these are. What? They, they, they are, it's, it's, they are a size that's about uh, 30 inches high by 20 inches across. That, okay. is, that is the front paper of the newspapers across Canada. Of all the reproductions or? 
this, I'm sorry, Art, you're going to have to send me a picture. Not often. It's usually a little later in the show that I get stumped, but I'm stumped now. And it's in a gold folder. Okay. Who put it out? Who made it? Gold leaves across the top. Okay. Um, and it has uh, pictures on the top going through it. It starts with the lonely beginning is the first page. Mm-hmm. And then you go in. It's the Medicine Hat News. So it's all different newspapers. From uh, 1898. The front page. A real one or a, a facsimile of it? It'd be a facsimile, I would imagine. And the January the 11th, 1961 from the Globe and Mail. Okay. Uh, it sounds like something, like I say, during 1967 and what they're doing now in 2017, a lot of companies put out commemorative stuff, um, which and because people were just hyped up and people were happy. In 1967, people were happy about Canada, happy about the prospects, <coughs> Excuse me, which is good. And I'm not saying that, but a lot of people were making commemorative stuff, but they made a lot of it. Well, and, uh, I've had this in my possession for 40 years. Yep, yep. Oh, I found it. Down, Wait a minute. hanging down my records since they were first made. Okay, you can buy one on eBay. Sorry, I had to check because I'm stumped. Right now on eBay, it's selling for around $45, mm-hmm. which I thought that seems not very much. But well, right seems now, for having that and, long, yeah, that doesn't make sense. But like, it's it's like a coffee table book, I guess. Is well, that what it looks like? On on the back page, it's got the uh, Canada bread truck from 1915. A picture of that on it. Oh no, that's kind of cool. I like that. I bought a book. Yeah, yeah. But it's it's more of your personal interest and and reminding us of about our history because I think history is very important. Um, and. Uh, but the value of it, if I'm have to give a value at 44, it's still sitting there and it hasn't sold yet. Uh-huh. If you brought it into my store, I'd probably pay 20, and and that's if he had other stuff that I really liked. Right. Because it takes up room. So you're telling me something that's been around, he's had for 40 years, didn't really appreciate in value. It isn't. It doesn't all. Bogart's not always age. Sometimes it's a case of you have to have people who want it. Like that's what when we talk about comics. There's <coughs> Spider-Man number one. There's, there's half a million of them out there, but there's two million people who want them. That's why stuff goes up in price. I see. If something is, if nobody wants it, it can be look great. Like you can have some of these coins that they, the Royal Canadian Mint or some of these mint companies come up and says, here, this was made in Madagascar by left-handed monks that are six foot high with blonde hair. Who cares? That's not the best description of me, but it's okay. No, but my point is they try and give you an exotic thing of how something is so special, but if nobody wants it, who cares? You want everything. Okay, go on to the next call. Go on to the next call. Thanks for the call, Art. Sorry for the unfortunate news. If you want to bring it in, you know, we can still look at it, maybe give you a better value if, you know, you can verify it's something a little bit better, has more some sort of history. Uh, We're going to go to Liz in Mississauga. Liz, how can I help you? Good afternoon. Good afternoon. I have a, a China set uh, Herand. Herand is good. Herand, yes. Uh, then uh, desert uh, plates and uh, platters. Okay. What pattern is it? Is it uh, it's Rothschild. Rothschild bird? Okay. Yes. But, Ex- yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Excellent. Excellent uh, pattern. Um, depending, you have all the, do you have completer pieces? I have 10 uh, uh, Ten plates and the platter. Is it a fish set or? It's it's for dessert. Pardon? It's for dessert. Oh, dessert! It's just small. So they're small plates. They're like eight inches across. About yes. 
Yeah, it's still very collectible. Herons, uh, that's Rothschild bird. Um, they, they've made more lately. If the, now you say you have a platter, what size platter is it? It's it's elongated. Uh, 14, like 15 inches? Um, I, I don't really know. Yeah. Heron's birds, they're one of the world-class uh, potters. Um, they're probably, the um, platter will be worth probably between three to $500 um, to, without seeing it. What? Yes. For one plate? One plate. And the little plates are very collectible. And it depends yeah. how old it is as well. The little plates, hand done, probably going to be around $50, $60 each. My goodness. But no, it's very, it's beautiful stuff. And Heron's, if you I'm beautiful. To, I don't know how much I'm worth. I know right now. <laughs> Thank you very much. And other, and if just, you collected, I also have a book. Yes. It's um, the People's uh, Common Sense Medical Advisor by uh, R. V. Pierce, from uh, 1895. Most medical books are the general ones. The general health are not very good. Um, they're usually five, ten, fifteen dollars, and they're, they're nice on the shelf. What people want in medical books are ones that deal with a very specialized area um, where they're not that much. Like a doctor, someone who deals with the first heart transplants or the first or a specialist in liver, or, or but not, not your textbooks. These are more, more the talks and because they're very – people want those. They are very collectible. Medical books and generally medical books before had to be before 1850. Okay, so really old medical books. The newer yes. ones, not so much. Okay, I can see that. All right, well, thanks for the call, Liz. Um, just uh, if anyone wants to call us right now at 416-360-0740, the toll-free number is one 740 You can really call us about anything, as you can tell. Antiques, sports memorabilia, cards, china, comics, autographs, books, military items, records, furniture, anything really, painting, anything just interesting. We'd love to hear about it. Uh, We're going to go to Aaron in Toronto. Aaron, how you doing? Uh-oh. Aaron, how you doing? Sorry, it's it's Ellen. Oh, Ellen. Uh, okay, how are both of you doing? It's me, but I decided when nobody was there, it must be me. <laughs> okay, how can I help you? Okay, I have I have a few things I wanted to ask you about. Okay. Um, apparently the uh, the VHS sealed Disney videos that I saved for my kids unopened. Yep. Um. They're not worth so much today. No, I actually know there are some good ones. Yeah, there are very there are very few ones. There's about you know out of the whole collection is you know could be five to ten of them that are sealed that can be worth hundreds of dollars. Yeah. But a lot of the you know the the, the special edition ones, the ones that didn't, are they remade? But the ones that are like um, kind of run of the mill, a lot of, they made a lot of them, millions of them. They they're gonna go for a few bucks each. They're still you know you know five to ten bucks each, but. The older one, the ones that there's not many of, those can go up for hundreds of dollars. Okay, and uh, if I give you the name, you'll know? Or yeah, you, you should sell, send us a list at the store, and we can check it out. Yeah, I'm still that takes awe. a little bit of research. Like, those take a little bit yeah. of research. To go I'm through. in awe right now, because Bogart gave you that answer all by himself. Well, I did some research on it. I found some sealed ones myself, and I literally went through about 200 of those VHSs, and they were all the the basic ones. But all it takes is that one that you find that's yeah. like a few hundred dollars and it made it worth your time. Yeah. So um, it's best to bring them into you? or oh, to, no. You know, you can just like write, write down the list and we can like look up all the titles and check out what would be worth it and what wouldn't be worth it. So okay. like, how, how many of them do you have? Um, I have, let's see, um, 
five Pinocchio. <laughs> oh, you you got more than one of each one. Okay. No, not no. I've only the Pinocchio. I seem to have a lot of. Otherwise, I've got Alice in Wonderland, 101 Dalmatians, uh, Mary Poppins, and Dumbo. Okay. Yeah. Send us in the list, and because it depends on which edition, because Disney also, what Bogart failed to mention there, is that they, the reason some of them go up, because they would release it and then not release it again for 10 years. And, and they made excellent stuff. My kids love Bogart. He doesn't know that he used to watch Disney all the time. Cause no, it was I just do that. I have point. eyes. Okay. I saw it. Thank you very much. Uh, thanks for the call. Sorry, it was Ellen. Sorry, yes. we got her name wrong. Uh, we are now going to go to Mary in north of Bolton. Mary, how can we help you? Hi. It's north of Bolton, where you might know where it is because you're in Richmond Hill. Yep. Uh, however, the gentleman that I spoke to did not seem to know. I have an international sterling candelabra, candlesticks. Okay. Um. Now, the candlesticks, there's two candlesticks that are seven and a half inches tall. They have two little screw-in inserts that will make them an additional inch and okay. a half taller. They're like a little cup. Yep, yep. No, I know and, these. I have one question for you right away. Uh-huh. Are they solid or are they filled and weighted? And on the bottom, it'll say weighted. If they're weighted, they'll have a thin film of silver. International will be... There might only be... How even, is it going to tell me? It says international. Uh, I inherited them from my mother, and she's been dead since 85. Yeah, you can bring them into our store, international but... International sterling, and it says B3 or E3 on the bottom. Um, I will know. Is it... Um, B3. <laughs> yeah. If they're solid, then they're going to be worth it. Uh, it'll be about 56, between 50 and 60 cents a gram, okay? If are they are... Them down? Pardon? Are they to be melted down? Is that what you buy them for? Uh, <laughs> typically, I could um, I could lie to you here and um, don't lie. No, You're honest, yeah. Paul. I'm honest, Paul. <laughs> On um, we melt a lot. I want, we, I want to be able to have somebody to use them. Okay. Oh, we'll use them until they go into the melter. Oh. No, okay, Bogart. No, hold. Be nice, yeah. Bogart. Uh, what happens here is that we will try and sell them, but. And this younger generation doesn't really want to clean the stuff. And this is what even happens with the flatware, uh, tea sets. We generally melt almost, unless it's a very good name like uh, Tiffany, Kristoff. Uh, oh. uh, uh, we do pay more for those, but most of Burks is an excellent company because I know it's 925 silver and they never messed around with it. Um, but we melt it because it's oh. worth more that way. If someone was buying these candlesticks as candlesticks, would you rather get paid fifty dollars or five hundred and fifty? And the person paying you five fifty so is going you to melt. Do you want to know the rest of it or not? Oh yeah, 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 sure. Okay, well it's two candlesticks and they have two little uh, screw-in inserts that make them a little bit taller. They're like little cups. Yeah. And then you can also screw in a candelabra into the one, and then it's three candles. These are what I think they are. Okay. And it's uh, two hurricane shades when they're individual yep. candle sticks. These are, are these are ones that are what we call clad. So the silver on these is only going to be four or five ounces of silver. Okay. And this is where it comes down to. And we say this to customers, to clients all the time. It says, it always comes down to, would you rather have the money than the item? Or would you rather have the item than the money? And that's where it says, if I'm offering you $100 for these, you say, well, these are worth it more to me just to keep. 
And I understand that. We mm-hmm. absolutely understand people want to do that. But if I say, this is worth $2,700, you'll say, oh. is that in cash or is that, you know, in check? Don't say that. You just tease her. Here's 2700 bucks. No, no. <laughs> I'm tr- what I'm trying to say is it, with everything that comes to that, it, with a ring, if it comes to coins, and people say, well, I'm just sitting in a drawer. I'm not going to do anything with them. Um, this is perfect for me. So this is why we say get the, jo- get the choice. If you don't check out the lottery ticket, you'll never know it's a winner. No, no, you got to tell them to go in their basement. Okay, And sorry. there's a million-dollar item or items in the basement. No, you laugh. One day we're going to come on this show and we're going to say I we found a million-dollar baseball card or a set of cards worth a million dollars and people won't believe us and then they'll read about us in the news. Okay? But they're in these basements. I found personally, I've already had a Superman number one. What about an attic? You can't write okay, off the attics. attic. Okay, Bogart, okay. you're missing my point. Okay. You don't have very many points. Thanks uh, for the call, Mary. We are now going to go to Robert and Bolton. Robert, how can we help you? Hello, guys. How's everything going there? Fantastic. We're arguing a bit, but okay, go uh, ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, um... What I have, I have a coin that has been graded by ICCS. Yep, yep. It's an 1891. Yep. Small date, small leaf. Oh, and with that, it's an MS62. What size coin is it? It's a penny, a large penny. Oh, 1891. And what grade did they give it? Uh, MS62. Oh, really? Well, that's that's, that's for that. Yeah, that's pretty good. It looks pretty good, but also, they they didn't indicate it, but it has this... Long serif T. I okay. don't know if you're familiar yeah, with that. Yeah, yeah, that's the variations and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, with the long serif T, they kind of indicate it's worth a little bit more. Okay. And that, apparently, that T was from a, an 1871 uh, PEI penny that they used. They, they repunched Oh, it's it. a variation. Okay, yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Now, also with that, <clears throat> I noticed that all the lettering around the outer edge there, uh, they're all double-punched. Okay. Now, here's the problem. with The with um, the ICCS is good if you want to get a grade on something, okay? Right, right. And it what we use third-party party grading for this reason. It happens with comics, cards, coins, is that someone who's dealing in the Internet says, I not just the kind of the... The seller thinks it's an MS-62, but they think it's an MS-62, okay? Right, right. And the grade, and that is used for that. But sometimes the third-party graders don't go into the other details, the errors, the the fine points on a, car, a coin, yeah, right. or the variations. Now, if you mention it, they'll go by the grade, and then if you take close enough, good enough pictures on it, you can sell the coin and get your good money for it. Sure. But this is, I, this is a classic case where... You're probably going to get what they say. The ICCS graded. If it's that's about a thousand dollar coin, isn't it? Yeah, approximately. But, yeah, yeah. But they didn't indicate that it was the long serve T. I there I can't retrain these. I can solve some of the problems <laughs> this world. I can't solve them all. Yeah. Okay. Right. All right. Well, thanks for the call, Gail. We're going to try to get win one more caller here. Uh, we're going to go to uh, Gail in Guelph. Gail, how you doing? I'm fine, thanks. Good. I have two pictures taken by a George Noble, and they're of Bow Lake, Alberta. He took a lot of pictures back then. They're numbered. They're photos? Yes. Okay. 
purchased by Noble Camera Shop, George, taken by George Noble, and they got numbers on them. And there is quite an extensive uh, thing on the internet from the Archives Society of Alberta. And uh, these aren't in the list of, mm. on the internet. Uh, my parents were married in 1940, and they got that as a wedding gift. So yeah. I'm just curious. A lot of that, I remember, people do collect them. It's a more of a Canadian thing. It's like they're usually, the last one I had was like $150, $250. So it was not much It was hand-tinted. Uh, um, it's a lot of outdoor scenes. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's in that area. Still saleable, um, but, uh, and lovely stuff, but it's from a time gone by. You yeah, know what okay. I mean? And, uh. But now, as we get to, I should mention, as we get to the end of our show today, mm-hmm. people should be using this day of, of great weather to go to Southworks Antique Mall. We've, we've talked about before. This is in Cambridge. This is where you'll see a lot of the stuff people have asked us about today. Mm-hmm. We've been there for 20 years. Southworks Antiques Mall is in Grand, right downtown Cambridge. And this is the perfect type of day to get out, take a drive, and go see my friends at Southworks Antique Mall. So where is that again? Where's the uh, where, that's oh, in yeah. South Let's Southworks? That. Okay. okay, we're gonna get in one more call real quick. Uh, we're gonna go to Mike in Brampton. Bram- Hello, Mike. How you doing? Not too bad, my friendly. Yeah. So what do you got? Six by twenty inch framed picture of the AV Row Arrow. Oh, Avro. Okay. You know the the big plane that Diefenbaker canned. I know another one of our greatest. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know. I won't go into that because that plane um, was ten years ahead of anything it had. How about twenty years ahead of? Oh anything yeah, it we was had. the best. It was the most perfect piece of machinery. It was. You know, we d- actually in Canada we do great stuff. Uh, this one you're going to have to call me at my store because we took the call right at the very end. I'd love to go on to this next week in yeah, the show. Yeah, we're running out of time here. If we go into the show because uh, we only have a minute and I have to. Uh, pay for my time by by doing some plugs. Okay, so I'm going to give you uh, our store number. You can call us at it would be 905-737-4653. Uh, you can either call uh, call us or come come into the actual store at 10341 Young Street in Richmond Hill because we'd love to hear everything about the Avid Arrow. That is always a good call. Um, final th- thoughts? Well, I'm off to a poker tournament right now. I want We're closed tomorrow, but I want people to come in. If you're going to buy gold and silver... Please ask us what we have in our prices. So if you're going to buy it, buy for the cheapest price in Toronto. If you're going to sell gold and silver, please ask us. If we're going to pay, if someone pays more for than we do, sell it to them. Okay, that's my. Uh oh, I can't. And I I can't do new generation. They didn't do the ad. I'll talk about Sam and his kitchen cupboards next week. And we're done. And everyone, I want everyone to go outside and enjoy this great day. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.